bring in Bill Baruch, the president of Blue Line Futures, joining us this afternoon. Bill, thanks for sharing part of yours with us. Welcome. Uh, Boeing gap lower today. I saw, I heard the move is tied to some Dreamliner production problems. Yeah, it's another setback. I mean, can we say we we're all that surprised? I mean, it's definitely a stock that has been on my radar. I don't own it, and I've been watching it very closely. Uh, you know, the, the days that it's up, I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's done. Maybe it's kind of working done working through the, these these gyrations on, on a technical basis, and maybe the company has a path forward. Uh, it, so this is just another setback. And I mean, technically, we are now pushing through a little bit of a trend line that goes back to that November gap higher. Uh, you still don't have the 200-day moving average until 220, and then you got a trend line from the March lows of last year right around 200. So there is some some room to go if we you know really close weak. Um, you know, next day or two, I think, you know, last week we, we did break below that trend line briefly, kind of came back up above it. So today's close gets you below there and likely opens the door for a continued weakness, especially if you see some broader weakness in the market. Okay, let's uh, real quick, I just want to point out, if you take a look at that move up off of the March lows here uh, that we saw last year, again, down around that 89 level, a pretty significant uh, trend up, as mentioned, Bill, now kind of working our way towards the lower extreme of that, but a series of higher highs. I actually noticed if we just take a step back and look at the weekly time frame, you can kind of see that as well. It sort of shows a little bit of a different look at that and a bit of a puddle jumper, I guess you could call it, to the upside here, but still some key resistance up around this 280 level. We'll watch for that. And then the bottom of that lower extreme of the range we were trading in prior to some of the selling we saw under those eight lows you mentioned down around 89. We've got uh, some resistance up around 317. We'll keep an eye on that. How about United Airlines, UAL? I heard they're adding flights to warm winter destinations. And then ultimately, I think a lot of focus uh, on the news that they're going to be going electric. They announced plans to use e-planes for short trips. 250 miles. The plane, I think it's the ES-19, and uh, by 2026, uh, expected to have these flights uh, in, in service and is a big part of their uh, availability. Talk to us because they got downgraded from Argus. I saw a couple analyst comments related to this one. Argus has them now uh, from buy to hold. Yeah, you know, it's it, it, airlines in general. It's it's just been it's been a tough yeah. past yeah. couple months. And I own some. I own. You know, I, I own Southwest, which actually did take out that pandemic drop. I own I owned uh, Spirit Airlines as well, and, and that Spirit's actually coming into really good support. I mentioned this, the trend lines uh, that has a little bit of ways in, in Boeing uh, from the March lows, but uh, if you look at United, it actually has broken below that trend line. So, you know, it, it's it's you have this big enthusiasm. We're having the reopening. Everybody's getting vaccinated, and, and things are going to go back to normal. And that just solely really hasn't happened so much. Uh, I, I think. Last week, we saw the big gasoline demand and, and the weekly inventory numbers for, for uh, the energy complex. And, and that does give you a little bit of hope that people are getting out there. But uh, the business travel, when you talk about United Airlines and Delta Airlines, and that, that's going to hurt them for a bit. And then you got the Delta variant that, that really was you know, in Europe first, and, and now it's starting to emerge here in the U.S. So it, it just really waters down that reopening narrative. And, and it's, you can see it in the charts. You can see it in the price. You can see it in the interest of the stock. Okay, you can also see it here as I've got Boeing on the left, I've got UAL on the right. Uh, Boeing, as mentioned here, testing a key area right now, you mentioned, but let's just kind of zoom in because you also pointed out how we've kind of broken through this trend line on UAL, United, as you can see, it's rolled over, and now this dip below 50, certainly a bit of cause or uh, uh, certainly a flag flying cause for concern here for the longs. Let's talk about, again, if we see below 48, that would raise more flags, but heads up here uh, for those that are watching, 
interesting because it's not just Argus in terms of the downgrade. I saw Evercore, Evercore to inline from outperform. They've got a price target down to 55 from 66, but there were others as mentioned. Uh, Bill, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about Delta because all this ties into well, as we get ready for their earnings. Let's preview uh, what we're expecting. It looks like EPS to come in at a dollar and 37 cents a share revenue of 6.39 billion. Uh, tying back to the conversation in terms of airlines, in terms of Boeing and some of the, as you mentioned, uh, uh, woes that they've been faced with, what should we be looking for here in terms of DAL? Yeah, you know, I think when they say the earnings per share is uh, a loss of $1.50 and, um, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I said $1.37, it was a loss, right, correct me, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I, I think that overall it's just very, very unenthusiastic, you know, the response we've seen over the last couple months. So the same story here, Delta, uh, you know, and, and as well as United. And um, I, again, I don't own them. I, I like I like the spirit. I like uh, Southwest. You're, get, you're getting that, that uh, you know, more public travel rather than the business travel. And the business travel, I think, is, is, going, to, is going to struggle here for a bit. It's, it, yeah, it hasn't come been. back in the way that people think. Now, I think on the other side of the coin, if we if we do go through what is you know a a sort of not not a lockdown but sort of a a just more quieter period uh, because the the Delta variant emerges and businesses or companies are slower to bring people back and you know you get this sort of pseudo lockdown which brings you to a pseudo you know reopening number two uh, for global travel business travel and being back in the office and and that's that's why I you know one of the reasons why I really I like this space and I, I think. Uh, I think you know Spirit and, and Southwest would lead out of that, but I and then overall I think that's what's that, where you can see the back half of, of a narrative like that. Uh, United and, and Delta and American kind of lead. Uh, Bill, last question. We'll let you get on with your uh, afternoon, your day. Do we need to see that corporate side of things recover? We hear about how uh, that helps, uh, for the most part, the bottom line across the board. Some of these names more so than others, but uh, we've seen kind of a change of the new norm here, and it could at the very least be a little while before we see some of those numbers return back to normal. Ultimately, uh, this could be one of those areas of the economy that we uh, have heard people talk about that may never return back to some of the levels that we'd seen pre-pandemic yeah yeah i mean it's it definitely is i mean we you know we didn't talk about cpi but but you know one of the factors in the cpi is you've seen airfares you know go higher and that may number it was a big big impact on it not so much the june number i don't think uh but you know the, the price of airfares are coming back because mm -hmm. they it was expected the business travel is expected and that's why these these uh, stocks are underperforming because the business travel never really came back. But I mean, there are parts of the economy that are, that are showing the demand. Obviously, you know, you get the, the used cars and, and uh, trucks are a big factor that in that uh, CPI number. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's been a lackluster part of the economy of, of late, and I'm concerned. Um, but but again, I don't own United. I don't own Delta. I don't own Boeing. By I, where I do own, I, I own Southwest. I own Spirit. I own Expedia because I do think people are traveling in in, in you know privately mm -hmm. uh, or Domestic, the public yeah. is traveling, not not private travel, but the public is traveling. This is that business travel that hasn't come back yet. So I you know that's where again maybe it's something that that we look into next spring and these and these stocks are performing performing much better because you get like a, a pseudo reopening number two. Yeah, I like that, too, in terms of some of the domestic travel, which is rebounded relative to the international as well. So, again, ultimately benefiting or weighing on some of the names less than others. Bill, thanks for giving us part of your uh, day. Bill Baruchs, the president of Blue Line Futures.